Flogcast may occasionally contain explicit content that makes it not safe for work or for minors. It also doesn't provide an excuse to use the same words on Bay 13. Normal Bigfooty rules still apply. This is the Flogcast for round four. The membership microwave from Richmond Starburns is here, and I'm joined by proud sponsor of James H. from Collingwood, Morgan Ashley. Hello. Mr. Moral Victory himself from St. Kilda, Cookson. Those umpires are rigged, I tell you. <laughs> the brains behind Hawthorne's new membership slogan, Penal. Hi there. And he's back from his leave of absence. He's too young to <laughs> retire yet. Because he's from North, Dan. 59 minutes. Keep going. <laughs> Just before we go into Gortiers, this is a big episode for us. This is episode number 100. That includes the outtakes episodes, but this is the 100th, and, but not the April Fool's one. But yeah, we've hit we've hit 100 episodes. We've been talking shit 100. for 100. Effectively 100 fucking weeks worth. See, Freo, this is how you do it. You get to 100 and then you can <laughs> celebrate. This is what it feels like to get to 100 and still not win. Wow. <laughs> no, the, the teach scores. Well, oh, I it score. Yeah, he, he, he scores 100, that's for sure. I score, I just don't talk about it. <laughs> and Northern Lights isn't allowed to either. Have <laughs> 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 you got in trouble yeah, for that this week? Was... I'm pretty sure I saw that somewhere. Or maybe it was last week's episode, actually. Well, aren't there laws against that anyway? Shut up, Pen. <laughs> Let's go to Guild Tears. Uh, who wants to go first? Yeah, yeah, I'll bring some goo. So how about some goo for uh, Shawnee Burgoyne, you know, the mask, the silky yeah, mask. Go yeah, dope, but it was Sean Burgoyne who kind of moved up in the middle in the last quarter and led the team in contested possessions and, you know, all the uh, good stuff that he's been doing for years at Hawthorne, really underappreciated still by uh, many outside the club. He's an absolute champion and, yeah, yeah his memories of the... Uh, Memories of that uh, prelim against Geelong a couple of years ago. Sadly, uh, Teach isn't here to share in those memories. No Andrew Swallow, is he, Dan? <laughs> Leave him alone. See, I'd, I'd hate it if our number nine, you know, the wearing the, the legendary number nine at Hawthorne that people have won Brownlows in, uh, Croft and Dipper recently, I'd hate it if that went to someone as fucking shit as Swallow. <laughs> Tarnish out, tarnish that legacy. Just a little bit of goo for Sicily as well. I mean, it's just still only his sixth game. Want to keep the lid on a bit. Don't want to make any premature calls. But he's going to be an absolute superstar. Serious. <laughs> absolute superstar. You. Just one thing on Burgoyne before we've finished on him. Is he going to be remembered as a hawk or a port player? Seriously, by the time his career is over. Hawk. 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 Yeah. Or he, did his, yep. he, he did his best. Really he did his best work at Port Adelaide, but he'll be remembered as a Hawthorne player. Yeah, he will. Well, he's, um, he plays uh, game 300 in round five, and I think later this year he goes past his uh, games tally at Port with us. So 
I think by the time he retires, he'll definitely be be more games and obviously more premierships with us. So Do Port have any champions that are actually theirs? Because Wanganeen's technically an Essendon champion. We want a Brownlow and flag at it. Treadere. Well, he's my, he's mostly famous for the phone. And Primus, I guess, was was obviously their captain in the flag here, but um, he's probably more remembered now for his shit coaching. <laughs> the first, the first to enter the Coach Killers Hall of Fame. Let's not yeah. forget. Yeah, hard, he, first time round each time too, I think. Let's. Yeah, stop. he was beaten by Gold Coast and the Bye. God, it's it's not good on your CV. <laughs> and, and the Giants. And the Giants. <laughs> the Giants were the ones who killed him in the end. They were the coach killers. Who's next with Gore Tears? I have Tears for the most second most ineffectual captain in the league and the worst halfback flanker oh. I've ever seen. Oh. Fuck off, Scott Pendlebury. Oh. Fuck oh. Right off. You're kidding. If in his I, defense, I shush, shush cookie, I oh. must <laughs> release this. I cannot sit by and watch you saunter off the half back line and be unaccountable and just chip scab fucking shit possessions that are not damaging to the opposition. Get in the middle or get the fuck out. He's sore. He's got sore ribs. I can't care any less than I do about his ribs. If, if, if I didn't watch the game... If you fit and you fucking you, play in a position yeah. where you were damaging. Yeah, well, I guess that makes sense about the ribs because you record after hurting your finger, so I guess he should harden up and play with broken ribs, yeah? Record after hurting my finger. I recorded... Two and your toe? My toe. toe. I, Multiple I, toes, in I, fact. Yeah, correct. I turn up all the time injured and still deliver rolled gold to you plebs. And you he lost your voice yelling at him too, didn't you? I, lost my voice. I sounded like fucking RuPaul drag queen two hours ago. And I'm still here. Teach, absolute piss weak, not here because he's sick. I'm still. I this is Pendlebury. No, I don't it. care. Everyone's getting a whack. Pendlebury, get into the middle or fuck off. No, I, I agree 100%. Like, if I hadn't watched the game, I would say shit call. But the Saints, they exploited him. Like, whoever was on Pendlebury. They targeted him, and they went. They got so many easy goals just by going same through Pendlebury's opponent. Exactly the same thing that happened the week before when we let a first gamer kick three goals on Scott Pendlebury. A first gamer. Fuck off, Scott. You're not a defender. If you cannot man up, do not play in the back line. You're not setting a good does, example. Does this go back to the days of Collingwood's unaccountable front-running midfield? Yes, because nothing's changed except we just took them out of the midfield. That's it. Now they don't even front yeah. run. They just back run. It's funny how they come up with that. Like, let's take all the unaccountable people who can't defend. Let's take them out of the midfield and put them in our back line. Who came up with that idea? Fucking Buckley. Coaching stroke. I would like to say I have goo for exactly the same reasons. I mean, our midfield just fucking destroyed Collingwood. I mean, Stephen, 30 in freed. Maverick Weller kicked three goals. Um, Billings was just running around by himself. No one went within 100 metres of Montagna. I'm a tremendous midfield performance, and I thank Buckley for putting your best midfielder in the defensive line. So, great coaching. He had sore ribs, Cookie. Oh, excuses, excuses. He's going to have more than sore ribs if he fucking stays there. <laughs> I had one on the bench for the last quarter, and I saw Saints players yeah, dig deep pretty... in attack. It's all about bravery, proper bravery. Oh, Whoa. fuck off. Congratulations on the best win you've had at the G in 10 years, dickheads. Uh, uh, 10 or 50? 
Oh, yeah, yeah, since 66. Damn. Goo. Goo for a change. Oh, I can't remember the last time North were three and zip at the start of the season. The enthusiasm you said that with definitely sounded gooey. What else? Oh, Burma just 20 and 6, as you could do. Patent. We can't call him Patent anymore. He's arrived. <laughs> so what do, what do we call him? Arrival. Arrival. <laughs> we call him Arrival. <laughs> I think he's one think behind he's... leading in the in the Coleman. He's, he's... he's right up there. Mailman, because he's arrived. <laughs> he's delivered. What is he? He's the mailman. Because he's finally delivered. <laughs> the package. He's the real package. Uh, that's, that's... He's arrived. Bring nah, his... oh, I'm going to call him Australia Post because he has delivered. <laughs> the mailman. Yeah, I like that. So, the pa- what, what do we call him? The mailman? The mailman. Mailman. And then if he struggles, we call him the fail man. <laughs> If he goes back to Carlton Wade, he's the fail man. The mailman is on fire. He cannot be denied. Fair enough. I've got tears. I have overarching tears Target for Richmond, but it's got to be focused. Like, I I could say a lot of things, but we'll be brief. I'll be brief, and I'll just say it's the coach. Now, being as long as you like, we've got, it. We've got all the time in the world. <laughs> no, we don't. Um, we've got two hours. Yeah, no. The plan A was shit. He doesn't have a plan B normally. The plan A was terrible. They literally let three crows behind the ball all game, and... You know, no one to kick to. It was comically bad. It was awful. And it took him most of the game to realise that that was going to fucking work. And honestly, Penal once said, we're boring. And this was the closest I've ever felt to us being like Ross Lyon coach team. He was playing for, I don't know how he wanted to win because I don't know how he thought he was going to score. Was Um, he maybe playing to try and save his career? It's a bit early for that. Maybe. Like, clearly the players didn't know what the plan was this week again what they were supposed to be doing and to prevent that they actually hid from the media he hid them from the media this week which that's soft as butter that's fucking a wise a wise man once said the crows do all right at the dome (laughs) (laughs) and they did like we were up against it yeah because the crows have a fantastic record at the dome absolutely yeah, they didn't even front the players, which was soft. If you're getting whacked, you front up and you fight back. And that displays a certain level of softness and fear of the media. Like, if you're f- afraid of the media, God, wait till you get to and Perth. Who, was that, that solely Hardwick's decision to... Become- uh, I, imagine, I imagine it would have been discussed at some point. The discussion would have gone, we're getting killed here. Don't put a player in front of the media in case they say what Asprey said last week. I think it was discussed on 360 and they voted that it'd be someone like the higher up, like board level, like bigger than just say the communications department or the football department. It would have to be seriously a higher up that makes that call. Well, but they would have fronted if we won. It does give the impression of a a club that's kind of in crisis mode or maybe not crisis, but certainly trying to save face a bit and like not like... Well, let's face it. If they'd won, they, they wouldn't have blocked the media. No. Sack Hardwick. It's become farcical. I wanted him sacked last year, but it's got it's got to happen soon, and we need to get our replacement lined up before Fremantle will sack Ross Lyon. Who's that replacement? We... Brett Ratton? Fuck no. I don't know, but it's got to be someone because it's not him. they got to find a coach. Maybe you guys need to revisit another Terry Wallace five-year plan. <laughs> you know what? A Terry Wallace-type coach is probably one that's a better motivator but a Terry Wallace type coach is exactly what we need right now we've had a development coach and he's taken as far as he can and he's and a five-year plan and he's he's not a, he's not a tactician and get grand anyway 
No, thank you. Let's move on to, well, let's go to the recaps, and we're going to be changing things up from now on, and we're not going to talk about every game, because there are games that don't matter. We're not going to go into detail with every game. So we'll begin with what, there were two games that stood out this weekend, clearly, and Melbourne versus North is the first one I think we got to look at. Good ruck duel between Goldstein and yeah, Gorn. Yeah. I mean, Goldstein got five. I think I have Gorn no got more touches, hit outs, but... Well, they both uh, they both had exactly the same amount of uh, champion data ranking points at the end of the game, so it was a literal tie. No, I think one had more than the other. But any, I mean, anyway, you, sh- you shouldn't judge a player's performance based on super coach points, but the, I mean, those... it's all about the scoreboard, isn't it, Dan? Well, yeah, there is that, but they just went berserk for the whole game. I mean, I've I've never seen a ruckman play predominantly as a ruckman and kick that amount of goals in, in a game before it was quite bizarre and then you've got Gorn who just dominated Goldstein in the in the stoppages and it's hard to tell who you would give the the um the maximum points to because they both had pretty uh, strong is it three and two though three votes and two oh, for those two definitely yeah regardless mm. of the order you put them in probably Boomer sneaks the one mm. well umpires have done yeah, done stupider things out the back <laughs> Sneaking out the back was the only was the only chip scab in the yeah chip scab six of a bastard. No. Oh yeah, and you must have missed all the other goals he kicked where he kicked it from like sixty or against six. the wind. He can't oh. kick sixty. Sixty. He did. He kicked a goal from like sixty meters. with a fucking thirty meter wind at his back. It's still a sixty meter kick. There was that other one where that just bended it like Beckham. He kicked a lot of really good goals. Yes, a couple of them were Joe the Goose ones, but that's just Boomer being smart and putting himself in the right position. Front running, they call that. It's Pendlebury esque. As as I, as I was going to say, umpires do silly things, and they could very well give Brent three votes for that game. I saw Goldstein last year had BOG games and he got zero votes. That does happen with underappreciated positions like ruck and forward and key defender. Yep. <laughs> the, other, the other thing out of that game that was interesting was Petrie had to come off with the blood rule late and Brad Scott's had a sulk about the interchange cap because he wasn't allowed to come back on. Isn't that a management thing? You, you should really have some up your sleeve just in um, case someone gets injured. Well, I think they used their last one with like one minute to go and... They, you know, you don't think you're going to have a blood rule or something, but it happens, and I don't, I don't see it as a big deal. I, mean, I thought I read it was three minutes to go. Oh, well, it could have been. I'm not, I'm not sure. But I mean, the player was allowed to be replaced. He has to be, otherwise someone could get AIDS. No, well, I thought that if you've, if you've maxed out your, your cap, he comes off, and he, and you can't re- replace him. But he was able to. Replace no, you, him. you, you can, you can for blood. I think blood and injuries, you can replace them. But they just can't go back on. Yeah. I think. Okay. So, like, I imagine someone's going to pull a dodgy on an injury at some stage because that is a shifty thing. But yeah, blood, you can't play with them out there. That's the rule. So, hang on. So, um, you reckon players are going to like cut themselves and then reveal themselves to the umpires and go, "Oh, I've got blood." I need no, you'd, you'd like feign a hamstring. Yeah, feign a hamstring or. You know, like, Luke Hodge is great at looking injured. Ha- Hanabry? Joel Selwood just has to brush his eyebrow and he start bleeding. Oh, he, that guy has so much scar tissue on his face. You just need, you just need to kiss him and he'll start bleeding. <laughs> but no, that, I did notice that that was quite interesting. Nothing else on that game? Uh, it was an epic game to watch. High scoring, something you wouldn't get usually from a Melbourne game, that's for sure. No, or Paul, Paul Roos. No. Um, Ross Lyon did not like the game. I will say one thing about it. Thomas Bug, oh, that last kick in there... If he had gone on his right, I don't think he's got a right foot, but if he had gone on his right, he would have been... Players who have nerve, take that shot. Others panic. He doesn't have a right foot, I don't think. That's why he took it. He was wrong-sided. 
and if he had have gone on his right for the pass, he would have been able to put it out in front, but he went the inside-out left, and that's... You know how those sit up when you go inside-out? Yep. They kind of float, yep. and that's what killed the guy trying to mark mm-hmm. it. Um, if he'd gone on his right, he could have hit him the out in front. Oh, well. But Bad luck, Melbourne. Ten years of being a bitch. One-sided, one-sided, <laughs> one-sided <laughs> players. Like, speaking of long periods of not having beaten anyone, it's been a while since the Dogs beat Hawthorne, and that streak remains intact because they won't play again this I mean, year. Following on what Penal said, <laughs> Sean Burgoyne is probably the best match winner in the league. I mean, he's just a fucking jet when Hawks need him to be a jet. So clutch. Oh, clutch. Love that description. It's fun, funny that the dogs choked by having two-on-one in their well, defensive line with Bob Murphy against two people. I mean, they choked, along with Tom Boyd being a useless shit truck again. Tom Boyd. I love how there's goo being spilled over Tom Boyd's game. It's just like, he had, what was it, 14 disposals? But yeah, he kicked one goal. He missed a couple of bad ones. He, he was pretty fucking useless still. Playing, He played half right. So he won't care. He's getting uh, a million uh, bucks a year. Well, after that performance against us, I mean, you can definitely call me a Tom Boyd deal lover. <laughs> Who was he playing on? Frawley most of the game. And and Frawley gave them a bath. Also, Stratton apparently just found Jake Stringer in his pocket again because the useless turd has been crap for two weeks. Stratton fucking molested him, though. Sean Dempster gave him a new arsehole, and so was Stratton. Yeah, the whole comparisons to Gary Ablett after round one is a bit premature. Is there anything else to be saying on that game? Look, Bob Murphy. Unfortunately, like, it's such a... You know, sad thing to have happened to such a good bloke, and I don't say that sarcastically, unlike when people say it about Hodgie. Well, it's because he's not a good bloke. <laughs> so, yeah, uh, no, that, that does overshadow, like, what was a fantastic high-standard game, and uh, I'm sure these uh, sides will have many a battle in September over the years. Yeah, Maybe only, just not this year. Only if round 23 goes into September. <laughs> No, I mean, we can, we can always beat the dogs in a prelim. They need to win a final first. You're not as gleeful as I thought you'd be. Me? Mm. What? I no, thoroughly, thoroughly enjoyed watching them get beaten. I thoroughly enjoyed every part of the fact that they thought they had it won and they didn't. Suck shit. Eat the most giant bag of dicks, you fucking morons. You haven't <laughs> achieved anything. Anything at all you have not achieved. They've achieved less than Richmond, but get twice the price. Oh, didn't they win the VFL Premiership last year or something? Oh, and that's yes, that's something. That... No, didn't Hawthorne beat them? No, they didn't because they left Cyril on the bench. And they left, like, oh. all those players on the ground that couldn't walk. Yeah, that's right. Liam Jones played well. That's why Carlton took him. They loved his VFL form. <laughs> no, that's when Jordan Russell captained a premiership. <laughs> Let's go to St Kilda over Collingwood. Look, we've discussed Pendlebury. Cookson spilled his goo. Is there anything really left to add? No. Josh Bruce, like, no. 97% game time, just ran, hustled, harried. And Paddy McCartan, better than Tom Boyd, despite playing 40% of the game time and being concussed for most of it. And uh, also Jack Billings, better than Bontempelli, I think. Yeah, I, I mean, let's not like go overboard. Hey, Manor Clay started melting because people said Stringer was shit after he pots Billings after one game. So Manor Clay, you can suck dicks. Will he please get some perspective? You weren't playing against fucking Hawthorne. Hey, win's a win for us. I mean, I had no hope, so. Woo. You don't have hope, you tipped him. Shut up. Apparently the Colas versus the Giants was a pretty good game. 
contested. Uh, well, re- the... Relatively to all the other previous games between those two. Mm. Parker took a good yeah. mark. That's about all I saw. The Giants were in that, but they just I think they just like the polish at times. And the Swans do look pretty ominous when they have their stars up and firing, which they do. No injunctions going on or anything. Uh, Kurt Tippett dropped a fucking mark that went straight through his fingers, like under no pressure. He's just standing there waiting for the ball to come to him, and it just fucking clean bowls him. So he's still, you know, once a spud, always a spud. I'll say it's concerning for GWS because Phil Davis, who was complete gun, has been injured for most of the year, and he's a key part of that team. So have the Gold Coast gone past him, maybe? What's more concerning is John Patton buying a house in Richmond over the weekend. Oh, did he? Mm -hmm. Why would you buy a place in Richmond? Why would you if you lived in the greater Western Sydney area? (laughs) Yeah, but you could pick other suburbs other than Richmond. Well, I'm just saying that that's where he bought the house. In in, in a race, ain't bad. That's Tom Boyd could buy. Is it a developing area or something? Or is the Richmond? No, no, because it's close to the city. So he's obviously planning on moving to a club within. There's about four clubs within close range of there. Obviously not Hawthorne. Yeah, yeah, I I get. I actually heard uh, Jager O'Meara bought a house in uh, Dingley. Oh, good. Just near the freeway, pop down to Seaford. Smart man, Jaeger. You're not going to be there for very long. <laughs> the only people who move there, Penal or Hawthorne. And rubbish. <laughs> and, so Hawthorne. And pieces of shit that float downstream. Nothing else on Colas versus Giants then? No. Oh. Interesting about Patton. Puffers versus mm. Essen on Friday night. Look, there wasn't much out of this game. Puffers did away with them pretty easy, skied pretty hard. So the only thing that I, I noticed is the jumpers. Both teams' jumpers. Would have Goddard say, Port- man who points fingers? Because <laughs> they don't even know their names, the guys that are playing for Essendon. <laughs> hey, you, top up number six. No, got it. no, no, no. I don't think there's anything written on Essendon's jumpers. Essendon's jumpers look like Melbourne. What was the thread that this. popped out about the... The but jumpers was it don the two black lines because that's pretty much yeah. all it was was just red and like two lines. You know what it reminds me of? It's such an Essendon thing. You know how they have the blue lights in toilets so that people don't shoot up. Yeah, yeah and on buses. Yeah, yeah. So it's like it's Essendon's jumpers kind of like the lines on either side of the vein before going under the blue light so they know where the the vein <laughs> is. That's that's the two black yeah. lines. Like, <laughs> and it fits so s- perfectly with that fucking drug addled club. Yes, exactly. I must um, say this: for all the states like censorship in China, they let that piece of shit through. I mean, sorry, China. You need that from Titus, <laughs> didn't you? Probably. Or also, <laughs> Port Adelaide not well liked in China, according to my Chinese mate. They support red for communists. So, ooh. I did really like the work of the uh, CCTV commentators, though. I think Jason Lee was one of the guys' name, and like, and but he's already gone past, you know, BT Hamish and fucking Dwayne, so. Yeah, he, well, get him on Channel 7. The game, so even, even if he speaks Mandarin, he'll probably still be more tolerable than those dickheads. Sign him yeah, up. But it's, it's Ash that... TV's gone past BT and that's the Channel 7. <laughs> Ash TV's gone backwards this yeah. year. Bring back the desk. The other thing about that is the jumpers, Port's jumpers. It's just like Essendon's. You said Essendon's was like theirs. Port's is like theirs. They'll put anything on it for a cheap bit of money. Like, no one knew about that before the game, but hey, let's put some... Chinese names on it. They are a plastic franchise that should that's desecrating the name of a sense. It's basically up. like the Bogan Port Adelaide supporters getting Chinese tattoos on their arms. Maybe they can sing "Never Tear Us Apart" in Chinese. Let's see what that would sound like. Let's move. Let's move on to the Derby and well, Fremantle is zero and three. Didn't break a hundred points again. 
It's our hundredth episode, and Ross Lyon also celebrated a milestone last week. Hundredth game in charge of Fremantle. I think our hundredth is going a lot better and has been more productive for everyone involved. Whereas Fremantle must seriously be thinking about getting that axe out of the shed. Teach just teach alone by himself just scores a lot more than Fremantle. So with all with all us put together, much more productive. Yes. Yes. Are we convinced by West Coast at all after their piss poor efforts no, against Hawthorne, no, or is it just no, Fremantle no. shit? No, 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 not convinced by West Coast. I still refuse to be convinced by them. They still need a win um, at the G. Look, they have nightmares about that ground. If Frio have to rebuild, you know, this just makes Pav's decision to play on even worse. He's going to have to sit through a shit truck of a last year with no fucking hope after no they twisted his arm to play. So that essentially encapsulates his entire Fremantle career. No hope, surrounded by <laughs> shit trucks. And coaches who are useless as, you know, crabs arsehole. You don't sound angry at all. Well, it's going to be fun. It is going to be fun for uh, for us to watch uh, Lyon try to take on a rebuild. Probably not too fun for the Fremantle players, but, you know, at least we'll have a laugh. And all the Zach Dawsons and Dean Polos out oh, of the Oh, Clint drafts. Jones and Robert Eddy are ready to go for Fremantle. They'll look good um, in purple. We'll move on from that game. What about Richmond Crows? Do we have anything on that? Um, the Wayne Malera kids looked good. Adelaide, very good football side. Yeah, yeah. but they were Particularly at Etihad. At like you got to, you got to factor in the Etihad factor. Yes, they do. Of course. They play phenomenal football at Etihad. They could but, be Premiership contenders if mm. if titles were played at Etihad. Yeah, so them and the dogs are in a bit of trouble. Oh, but, shit. But no, not a whole not a whole lot else to take out of that game. We were, we were pretty bad, and it was just it was comical. And look, I can't throw any more pot shots at. Richmond, except to say that Hardwick still seems to think we're going to play finals. I don't know what he bases this on, but... Hopes and dreams. He needs to get a new Mystic Dildo to look into because the one he's got at the moment... He's basing it on uh, your convincing nine-point win against last year's Wooden Spooners. Mm. Speaking of last year's Wooden Spooners, they got rolled by the Suns. Still without a win. Suns pretty convincing. Aaron Hall played well. That's about it. Yeah, Aaron Hall again. Aaron Hall, nine votes. Do we have a nickname for Aaron Hall? We got the mailman. Do we want to have one for Hall? Oh, he's three votes now. He's just like he's like Chris Judd. Three votes? Three. I'm just going to call him uh, Bog because he's been BOG three weeks in a row now. Bog Hall. Bog Hall. Aaron Bog. Aaron likes the Bog. <laughs> <laughs> I think that sentence is uh, missing a mister. How about Hall Bog and then he's like the NRL player? Nothing, nothing else on Carton versus... Look, this is one of those games that doesn't matter, I think. The Suns. Um, yeah, this is where the is, coach is, lied. This game is, did not matter. Is Jack Martin starting to show why he was pick one in, in his in his draft? Oh, he wasn't a pick one, was he? Or He was a mini draft thing like Jager. But he was he was rated as like the top kid in the Yeah, he was a top seventeen year old, but they took him a year early. Okay. Like Jesse Hogan and starting to and show some, some good signs. And Lynch is looking good, so Again, well, yeah, he's, he's on top he's of the Coleman. Picked, he's picked mm-hmm. up from, from last year. He's having a really good start to the year. And he signed not, not, that new contract last week not as, as well. Not yeah. as good as And he deserves it more than fucking Boyd. <laughs> <laughs> and he's yet another key forward Carlton will not get their hands on. Um, also, Frio. just, qu- just quietly, Weedering mm-hmm. look pretty good so far. Got I mean, the rising star nom this week. Yeah, they didn't spot that pick up. It's a pretty strong field so far, the three that have been nominated. And there's still a couple more to come. Um, Malira got mentioned earlier, and there's probably a few others that I'm forgetting. Cats over the Bryans. I think this, we've said last week, Brisbane are going to play a lot of games that don't matter. 
you're going to fail to win a lot of games without your three best players, and Brisbane can't afford to have their three missing. But unfortunately, when you've got quad strikes, you don't get to play. <laughs> so bad luck. Hey, someone, someone's not bitter at all. I'm not being. I'm not bitter. I'm not the one with quad strikes. Quad strikes are what you get when you take too many drugs. Geelong skied and Dangerfield and so were dominant, and you know this is this is what happens when you play a pretty shit team like the Bryans, I guess. Um, Still a two-man team. Let's go to the talking points, and we'll begin with Hawthorne's membership video. Penal. Oh boy, oh boy. Um, it was your idea. A while, a while, well, a while ago you said I would defend anything my club does, <laughs> and it's true. Like I don't, I don't see this is not a big deal. I mean, it's it's a bit of fun. Players clearly had fun and got to make a little bit of money doing it. So let's see what the yeah. Fuss I, heard about. They, I heard they got paid extra for appearing in this. A forty-eight percent extra on their base wage, I believe. <laughs> I mean, we do love how, that number. How can you make a mistake? You've won three flags in a row. That should be the easiest membership campaign of all time. They found a way to mess it up. I mean, that's astounding. Well, we're not bandwagoners, Cookie. We don't want to try and entice those types of fans who are just well, enticed by success. Are already bandwagoners. No, we want people to embrace the family values that the Hawthorne <laughs> Football Club is synonymous with. It's oh, like so you, ditch riding. The, you ditch the Ice Power Ranger and then you go with this. It's just like you, you're like Essendon whenever they... I mentioned Essendon the other week. It's like when Essendon, whenever they take the right step, they go and do the wrong thing straight after that shows they didn't learn anything. This is you guys dumping the Power Ranger going, but let's make a One Direction video. Oh, God. And if, if those fuckwits are at the grand final this year, Penal, your club is to blame. <laughs> And I haven't seen this video. What, what's this video all about? They seen One Direction, and you know what? You pro- it probably couldn't be any worse, but they it's did. still cringeworthy. It's oh, if if this happened on. at a game, it would be worse than never tear up our tops. It's just, mm. it was as bad as the Crows' Christmas video. I'll say even worse, actually. You should have moved to Tasmania like Jeff Kennett wanted you to. Then no one would know about this sort of thing. Oh, here, here it is. I'm just going to listen to it now. Did, did anyone actually catch that about Jeff Kennett wanted to move Hawthorne to Tassie two years ago? <laughs> Oh, God. I'm 10 seconds in and I'm already struggling. Make it stop. Make it stop. Oh, You know the worst thing is some of these some of these players do not need to be doing this. These players these are champion players who know better. This isn't even the fucking Showmakers or Sicilies Darby, or Darby, haven't done anything right, yet. If we end up getting one direction at the grand fucking final, it'll be your club's fault. Mm. You should be deregistered. This will be worse than I would rather have meatloaf for ten hours as a as a pre match <laughs> entertainment than have one direction. Well, the, the good thing is we were singing, like, we've got a whole lot of history, and that's fucking something that only a few clubs can say. Like, Port Adelaide, Port Adelaide established 1997. They can't sing that song. So we're just proud of our history and proud of our family club values. Be proud of your history and your, and your family values and all that bullshit, but you don't have to sing some gay hipster fucking that's song hipster. about it. <laughs> I think the hipsters are annoyed by that. LW it would be turning in his grave if he was dead. <laughs> <laughs> dead to big footy. You did mention the puffers, and one other point that got mentioned is Gillen's going to China. He's going along with Malcolm Turnbull. 
Yeah, to announce some sponsorship. Is he finally to apologise? I, I hope he's taking K-Rod with him. Because nobody knows how to speak Mandarin and that kind of needs to say sorry for what we do delivered to them. Why couldn't they go to, like, Syria or... or, or he's going to China because of the puffer fish. Like, the puffers have put this on the table. So now Gillen, Gillen's going to... Um, Maybe Gillen's going to apologise. Mm. That's all so it's, like, it's, like a, it's like a formal Port Adelaide thing. Is Koshy going? Uh, Chairman Kosh, probably. If there's a reason to be seen, of course he's going. Yeah, I think the whole of Sunrise is going. <laughs> sunrise lives from Shenhuan. Um, the did... Sunrise Cash Cow. The Sunrise Cash Cow. <laughs> <laughs> the Cash Cow live from Tiananmen Square. <laughs> Morgs, you're you're at the airport. Can you put some like narcotics in his suitcase or put something? Him in koshies. <laughs> Get him. Um, I might cancel his flight home. Fuck him. Let's move on from that. <laughs> the out of bounds rule, and this is something that caught my eye. Mark Evans has actually mentioned as a potential change that the out of bounds rule could be. No. Last. I know touch. what you're going to say. Last touch. No, that's is bullshit. Don't that, bring is that, that. Is that yeah. insane? Like, well, is is this deliberate not well, working already? My response to that is the same as Dan's, just no. No, 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 no. Fuck off, Jose. Bad idea. Let's send Mark Evans to China, too. It's a shit rule, and it it would make the umpire's role harder than what it already is right now. Mm. No. I mean, are they going to pay it for when you, like, defensively fist the ball over, or if you smother the ball and you get penalised for doing the right thing? That's what it sounds like. It's like that nub rule from three years ago. Remember that? Then you've got that grey area. I mean, it's, the, it's, it sounds, it sounds like they're trying to ban fisting. It's a joke. Secure's <laughs> 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 bonding sessions will never be the same. <laughs> hey, we prefer to suck, not the fists. One, one of the things, and I just, just wanted to raise this, is that there's a whole bunch of women's football teams cropping up. Everybody fucking wants one at the moment, it seems. But there's only going to be so many. And I guess the question I want to ask is, considering the Melbourne and the Dogs are certain to get them in Victoria and the Puffers are going to miss out because they don't have as much history as Adelaide and all the rest um, elsewhere, would it would it have not made sense? Like, I don't know, will people still be interested if their team's not in it? And would it have been better to franchise these things? Like, you know, because half the clubs are franchises now anyway. Like, what do we reckon? Yeah, like... It's, it, it'd be hard to support any team, like, in the Women's League if you've got, say, uh, a Western Bulldogs or something affiliate running out there but no Hawthorne. Like, mm. who are you going to get gonna behind? Probably not. I'll watch it, but I don't know if I'll be be, I'd get behind any team to say. It's, it's literally, it's worked for the A-League and the Big Bash to franchise their teams. Just because our clubs have history except for Port. Will there be a Tasmanian team? Because Hawthorne and North could all support them. <laughs> Possibly. Are there any women in Tasmania? <laughs> well, they're all part of the same gene pool as the men. Uh, well, okay. yeah. They have to be, like, some sisters for people to have sex with. Like, <laughs> <laughs> It's not New Zealand. They don't resort to sheep. It's kind of hard, because you can have the two Perth teams, and, like, Sydney and GWS, and maybe Adelaide, but Melbourne, you, you probably do need to create at least two clubs. Oh, they're going to have, have, called... have four in Victoria, but Melbourne and the Dogs are almost certain to get two of them, which means... And Geelong will probably get one. No, Geelong, I don't think Geelong will. I don't think St Kilda and North are going to either. It's going to be the other five Geelong are going to have two between them. play sport? <laughs> I, have a, I have a question. Question: If you have a, an athlete who becomes a transgender and wants to be known as a woman, 
can that person play in the in the women's league? No, but so Jack Watts already Nat plays for Melbourne. Jack Watts will switch over. Mm. Yeah. So if Bruce Jenner went all Caitlyn Jenner yep. mid career, yeah, yeah. or, or she, Natalie Fife, I think is a more prescient example. <laughs> would she have been allowed to compete in the decathlon for women? Um, yeah. I don't. I... These are the issues that we should be tackling, not who yes, the fuck yes. is going to be the next team. <laughs> I mean, I, I, I would rather support a team of chick, chicks with dicks than the... the... <laughs> <laughs> Let's put it this way. Bombers 2003 is going to love this league. <laughs> and Mr. Aaron, too. Essendon are obviously getting a team, clearly. Yeah, the, uh, the Essendon Twitter stalker brigade is going to love this. <laughs> So Dan doesn't care if, if North have a team as long as there's a team of chicks with dicks. <laughs> You're expanding into Thailand now, Dan. Oh, why not? Yeah, into the jungle. The Bangkok <laughs> bangers. <laughs> Le- leave it alone. <laughs> Thailand transvestites. <laughs> Let's move on oh, to oh. the questions. And the first one is from Not Cookie. And... Since it's our hundredth episode, and we asked, we asked to offer us some questions, and he's asked us what our favourite moment from all of it since we've been on is. So, who wants to tackle that one first? Oh God, um, there isn't one per se. I just uh, there's been so many laughs. I mean, the chariots of fire was was hilarious. There was one time when we had Bender on, and um. The Wrangler on. He was actually hosting it. You weren't doing it at that time. You were out doing something else. That was the first mention of Jennifer Kite, wasn't it? Yeah, the Jennifer Kite and uh, the Gooch call. And I just, I pissed myself laughing. I never laughed so hard doing one of these. So it was, that, those two would probably be my biggest highlights. Uh, who else has something? Uh, probably the biggest laugh is when you don't know Jack came out with the moist comment last year. <laughs> I lost my shit at that. Make you moist. <laughs> so it's probably just a little comments that make everyone lose their shit. Morgs or penal? Yeah, I'm gonna have to go with uh, one from the outtakes last year, and that was I think Teach giving me uh, parenting advice when I asked <laughs> a uh, a very trollish question, and he uh, took me completely seriously, played it with a straight bat, and tried to give me actual fucking parenting advice. Still thinks you are one, by the way. <laughs> And still to this day thinks you do have a child. Yes, Morgs. I don't know. Yeah, no, I enjoy every week. Every week's a highlight. With oh, come on. There's no bit that made you just extra where you were on. You're like, I was so glad I was on that week for that. Oh, I don't know. Last week when I <laughs> when, when Teach inducted NL and I into his family, that was internet quite... <laughs> yeah, being Grant Teacher's internet daughter was lovely. I've had some favourites. There's, there's a lot. And I, over the past few weeks, I have been digging up some of the older moments that I did quite enjoy. And one that I did like was Dan's rage over Andrew Swallow's leadership when we compared him to, unfavourably to... Was it that funny? It, you got really cup about it. It, it was funny because of how angry you got. But honestly, if I'm going for a number one moment, it has to be the Sue's interview. Oh, God, I've, how could I not forget that? That, that was just <laughs> Dan's a smoker. Brad Scott and James Brayshaw went and egged Sid's house. David Hill's a fucking idiot. Um, <laughs> the word association. Oh, Jim, Jim Boy, the admin, is head of the BA. He's uh, not. He's not. <laughs> he's 
<laughs> just thinks he is. Yeah, that was my ultimate favourite. Another question from, and it's quite topical, I guess, because we are trying to trim back the listening time a little bit this week. It's from Smeghead. So he wants to know, Smeghead wants to know, actually goes into putting it together and wrangling up the flogs. It's actually, the pre-production is not as difficult as Bro, it we sounds. Have weekly meetings. You know? <laughs> we all meet up at a shopping centre and we all have coffees and stuff. <laughs> That's our production meeting. We, um... Danielle has a baby chino. <laughs> Penal brings his chihuahua along. <laughs> um, Listening to fucking 1D on my iPod and just walking in. Be like, sup, guys? We're in Power Rangers. We, and we all go, is anyone going to be there? And Teach says, yeah, I'm going to be there. Yeah, I'm going to be there. Then when 9.30 comes around, he just randomly disappears and tells us the next day, oh, I got a route. That's but, what Teach tells me before we go on. It's like, I'm usually on early. I hear all about Teach's sex life. <laughs> Um, but yeah, no, it's very, it's very much a mess. The PM goes around, who's coming on? People say yes or no, and if there's gaps in the schedule to bring on more flogs, then we go, all right, who's, who's not the PM? Because you know, Mardo and DB Swanee usually leave. You know, sorry, Go Griff. Yeah, and yeah, sorry, Go Griff, which is a PM meme. Which I'll explain the meme. Go Griff used to be in the PM in the early days. We used to go off topic, and it was usually mean paddles arguing about dumb shit. And GoGriff used to complain, and it was always, sorry, GoGriff, sorry, GoGriff, and that's kind of stuck. So, But no, not a whole lot goes into planning it. We talk for a shitload of time, and I edit for too long. <laughs> that's that's Wait, the long and short tonight, of it. Tonight we talked for three hours about how we're going to cut it down. <laughs> hey, it's cutting down perfectly fine right now. Well, I'm glad we spent three hours discussing it. <laughs> this, one, this one's directed to Morgs. Chef wants to know what should his next hilarious Essen drug scandal-related post be, Morgs? Look, I, as somebody who is never short of an opinion, whatever you have been doing, Chief, do the opposite because it's been <laughs> fucking pathetic. It's, hasn't, hasn't You literally have been swinging and missing at every opportunity. So if you could actually land a punch, that'd be great. He might land a punch on you and put, chuck you in the naughty corner with no, no likes and no posts for a week. Oh, is this like how I, I, I've got my like function back I and I can post threads? I only put it on for an hour just for the lols. See, that's the thing you melted, and I, I was only going to lock the thread for an hour, and you posted a thread and you got Amstaff riled up. So I left it for three <laughs> yeah. hours. How easily did I get all those port flogs on board? And, th- and, and then they were all like, hey, why isn't she getting in trouble? Like, fucking snitches. Snitches fucking get snitches. Fucking snitches they are. You get... Oh, they'll fucking find out. <laughs> the only other question that I'm gonna offer is: Fan Peoples wants to know will Ross coach Collingwood or Richmond? Fucking Collingwood! It better be fucking Collingwood. Richmond. Richmond. Rich, You're all cunts. You are all cunts. Yeah, Richmond. I hate you. Richmond. Richmond, and then they can sing like I don't know some jungle themed song. I have the tiger or something. Welcome to the jungle. We already play that before the game. We play that before the game too. What about Katy Perry's Raw? You guys should hire me. We don't sing. <laughs> I've got the eye of the tiger. Okay, so before we move on to this week on the bay, we just we've been at this for a hundred episodes. We've learnt a lot of things, and the top five was a staple for quite a long time. Um, it's kind of faded away because it's harder to coming up with things. It takes an hour to do. Pre-plan as much as we don't pre-plan as much as we used to. So the top five things. We have learnt over these hundred episodes of the Flogcast. Number five, Cookie. Andrew Sweller is the worst leader of all time. <laughs> Number four, Penal. That Bruce McAvaney knows what the combination of goo and tears tastes like. <laughs> Number three, Morgs. <laughs> 
you can tell the future by looking into a mystic dildo. Number two, Dan. There actually is something at East Geelong. And the number one thing we've learnt during the Flogcast, it's pronounced Elias. Oh, and Elle and I were shopping. <laughs> oh, he's rolling his eyes. We were shopping recently and we found a Mystic Dildo <laughs> that was actually branded Mystic Dildo. <laughs> Why did you not get a picture? I tell did. tell me I've, you been, I've been too embarrassed to, to post. <laughs> it was get a, the it picture. Was like tell me, tell me you purchased it. No, I didn't purchase it, but it was like a box set. But it's a but mystic, it's a mystic dildo. You could you could look into it. I know. I'll I'll, I'll post a picture. You could give us lotto numbers and tell us who's going to win the grand final this year. <laughs> just tell you when you're next going to get laid. Morks, there's only one thing you need to tell us, and that's where to find it, because I'm man enough to go in there and buy that, you know, oh, and, I'll, and I'll take the, uh, he, he has the no picture line. for everyone. It was at Sexyland. There is no line I will not cross. You guys have uh, found that out already about me over the last yeah, three years. Yeah. <laughs> so this week on the Bay, let's go with Thread of the Week. Where do we want to go with Thread of the Week? There's a few options, but we'll... Does anyone have a nomination? I do certain supporters out. hate certain clubs. Take fun in a social experiment. Yeah. I like that thread from DB Benny. I thought <laughs> Leave Trin alone from Bosk wasn't bad either. I need a thread in our fucking I will go for bathwater again because, you know, fuck the dogs. <laughs> All right, so. Go. Go. And, and does anyone else have one? Yeah, I'll go with bathwater. Bath, <laughs> sounds like bathwater's probably going to win then. I'll go for. DB, then, if it's going to vote. Well, I'll go for bathwater. Oh, well, then I guess... I'll vote for yourself. Well, she, I can do what well, I want. Yeah, she it, did. Oh, it's I'm the voting fucking... for me. I'm voting for the people who contribute. Come on, this is, the hundredth, this is the 100th episode, and you two are going to give reach rounds? Yes! No, I'm going to captain's pick. I'm going to captain's piss, and fuck well, that. Fuck, fuck that, and it's going to DB. Well, still. I'm going to talk shit for the next 20 minutes, and I hope you have to cut it all out. I will. It's easy. It'll be easy. <laughs> and Flog of the Week time. Look, I'm going to captain's pick this one, too. It goes to a Twitter user by the name of Straffo. I believe he posts on Bigfooty. I'm not sure what his name is. I don't think he has one. He may have been given Flog of the off-season mm. some time ago. He man or woman? Man or woman? Man, but I, as I said, I don't think he's got a name. Okay. Yeah, but he's he's mashed the button pretty hard. We don't we're not fans of button mashes here, especially when you. He might be one of them sort of eunuch types. Mm. <laughs> and he's mashed the button pretty hard. He's had a big sook over a certain thread about so you know because he's a Twitter social justice warrior, and there was a thread about him, and he mashed pretty hard about it, and he posted about how he's mashing on it on Twitter. But yeah, he got the thread shut down, and yeah, he didn't like people calling him out, and. You know, I think once once you mash the button, you've lost the war, if you hadn't lost it already. I would like to give this honourable mention to Man of Clay for once again proving he's a spineless chicken shit who likes giving shit to other team's players but can't take it when his own team players are like shit. Keep drinking the bath water, you wanker. Good one, Cookie. This honourable mention to Morse for voting for herself like a reach around. <laughs> and, and, cook, and Cookie for letting it happen. He shouldn't get off scot-free. It's the second week in a row he's nominated Morgs and let hey, other people teaching, vote her in. teaching Penal can have their romantic thing, then absolutely can have reach-arounds. You know, what goes around comes around. Yeah, but... Theirs is true love. 
Yeah, but Tate just white knights me all the time, like uh, people do, like white knighting on Twitter. That's just that's just Teach. Teach does that yeah, for me. Well, no so one, no one likes a, no one likes a Twitter white knight who pretends that they're not trying not trying to not trying to um, screw the Twitter attention whores that they follow, but really they are, and that's transparent to. What if everyone. one user's contribution is good for the day for the? Yeah, so is DB Swannies, unless you're Northern Lights. <laughs> Don't be misquoting him, and I liked the threat. Oh. You just should make more like that. <laughs> Don't you have a 50-word essay due tomorrow or something? 50-word <laughs> essay is actually grade 5 work, isn't it? Yeah, it is. That's just, you mean like a 1,000-word essay? That's too much. 50 words on what did you do on your school holidays? Northern Lights. I went to the dildo store. Oh, he, he went <coughs> he found the big dildo. Let's move on. Tips, West Coast versus Richmond. West Coast. Uh, West Coast. Weagles. Weagles, Weagles, Weagles. Yeah, we're not going to win this. West Coast by big margin. Sack Hardwick. Hashtag Sack Hardwick. Hashtag I'll be skiing on Friday night. Essendon versus Geelong. Does anyone give Essendon a chance in hell? No. no. Is this going to be the first 100-point um, loss of the season? Geelong seem to be skiing pretty well. Is this being played in Geelong? I didn't realise it was being played in hell. No, it's at the MCG. Oh, okay. So it's not in hell. No. Okay, next. Catch. Yeah. Sound the air raid sirens. Hawks versus the Saints down in Tassie. Hawks. Hawks pretty comfortably, Hawks. I'd say. St Kilda. Bit of a danger game always. Always is oh, coming off a tight on. win, but... I, th- I think we should still win, but we can't afford to underestimate Kilda. No, we just we just can't be too complacent, like say There's Melbourne. There's no such thing Essendon. as a danger game for Hawthorne, and you know. Get it. him the Mystic Dildo because he he needs to see this result. And put it in we'll, his we'll, mouth. We'll, 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 I think we'll win by five or six goals. We just can't be too complacent about it. Wait. Brisbane Lions versus Gold Coast. Gold Coast. Sound of the mark, guys. Suns to go 4-0. I'm tipping a draw. A draw. A draw. Why not? Well, it, it is the 100th episode, and you are famous for tipping draws on here. So Exactly. Yeah, so I have to tip a draw. Um, I'll pick the Suns. Yeah, Suns, easy. Suns at 4-zip. Aaron Hall, another three votes, probably. 12 votes. The bog. For the bog. The bog. <laughs> The Boganator, 12 votes. <laughs> Carlton versus Bathwater. Jeez, if there was a game for the dogs to bounce back. Oh, um, and won't they just be stamping themselves on the competition? Glug, 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 glug. Yep, uh, they'll be hungry and out for a bit of blood this game, and Carlton, I reckon, will also cop their first 100-point thrashing mm. for the season. Yeah, dogs. Doggies. Dogs, dogs. to win. But weedering to give Boyd a bath to show what a real number one oh, draft pick should play like. Oh god! Did you tip or are you just <laughs> dead? Glug 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 glug. Okay, um, probably the match of the round actually. Um, Crows versus the Colas at Adelaide Oval. Look, if this was at Eddie Had, I'd pick the Crows, but it's not, so I'm going to go the Colas. I'm still going to tip the Crows. I'm going to go the Colas. I don't think Sydney have shown Adelaide. anything. Adelaide with Kurt Tippett being a late withdrawal. <laughs> he's still yet to play Adelaide. there. He? he still hasn't fucking played there. No. Not against the Crows. He's been there against Port, yeah. but never against the Crows. He's going to get a, a, another case of um, soft cock artists. And uh, he's not going to turn up. So I'm going to go with Adelaide. I'm going to go Adelaide just. Okay, that's everyone. Okay. Well, has, you don't know Jack tipped yet? <laughs> 
Next game, Giants versus the Puffers. This one could be close-ish. It's, but the Puffers do have a bit of a false form line going. Um, Giants for me. Giants. Gray's been in good been form. In good form. Will Chingard play? For my super coach, I hope so. But I'll go Giants. Giants, please. It's a tough game, but Giants by under a goal. Like, they're going to be really close. At, le- at least the good people of China will get a deem this week. Ooh, Collingwood versus Melbourne. I'm going to tip Melbourne. Melbourne. Now, <laughs> Melbourne by 10 goals. Yeah, Melbourne to win with Jack Watts to kick a bag on that unaccountable halfback flanker Pendlebury. Jack Watts flanker is playing on the halfback flank again. I fucking. I've never walked out of a game before, but I'm not going to sit by and watch that unaccountable cunt bury my team. This is your team's best player, and you're just ripping into him. I I, I don't get this. Yeah, I, I I just can't believe it. Yeah, well, did you watch the game? No, I was at the Richmond game. I had my own exactly problems. right. No, so. So you watch your best player play in a position that means nothing. Well, and play. It was like uh, that game yeah. last year where he said about how it meant nothing. That's the that mentality perhaps in which he played. I watched, I watched our be best player play on Eddie Betts because Buckley, they would rather play do that Hilbert. than him on Tex. Yeah. Well, I, Fran's got his pants pulled down. I'm sorry about that, but I'm not going to turn him around and say that he wouldn't have liked it. <laughs> what? <laughs> not there's anything wrong with that. No, there is anything wrong with that. I expect better of my best player, so I'm going to demand more. Oh. Hollywood. I don't think he's playing in that position by choice. I think Buckley's putting him there, Morgs. Well, do something about it. If you're the captain of the team, surely you can say, hey, this is not working. Or take it upon yourself to put yourself in a better position. Or maybe just man up. No one's asking him to not man up, Dan. Maybe you could jump the fence and, and tell him that. No, oh, well, trust me, I was almost at that point. No one's asking him to not man up. Morgs would probably um, hurt her toe. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'll go for Collingwood, just. Yeah, I think everyone's tipped, no, I'm, yeah? I'm, Except yeah, I'm, I'm tipping, I've, I've, I've tipped a draw. I, I think there's going to be two draws this, this round. I, I think you've tipped three. You three, didn't you? Didn't you tip one? Didn't no, I only did. I can No, no, three, no well, if you want to tip North, Fremantle would be a draw. Um, <laughs> no, I'm not going to tip that at all. When was the last time there were two draws in one round? Well, it happened, happened once a couple of years ago. So it was like two in the first. There was three in the first two so weeks of a year. Would you? I think it was Richmond and St Kilda <laughs> and Melbourne and someone. Yeah. Does anyone think Frio don't start 4 with Sandilands? No, zero four. No Sandilands. Goldstein's going to do what he likes. He's going to get sixty-three Postman's hitouts and kick five tank. goals. He's going to do both. The mailman is going to. The mailman. I said the. The mailman is going to have an yeah. influx yeah. of money. Is the is it the postman or the mailman? He's the mailman, and he's going to he's going to put his stamp on this game. Don't you worry about that. <laughs> the stamp of X. X. Put on tush. Stamp on the competition. Yeah, and I reckon Andrew Andrew Swallow will have a rare good game and uh, play well in the midfield for once. And North are going to win. Oh, well, North to win. That's when a captain plays in the midfield. <laughs> North North to win with the young lad Bruma Harvey getting another three goals. Looks a good prospect. Back. Three goals within ten meters. There's no there's no there's no thirty meter wind that Eddie had. Wait, when did Collingwood play North? I'm looking forward to the Boomer Pendlebury matchup. Boomer will kick seventeen goals on the unaccountable cut. 
Ben. The unaccountable cunt. <laughs> yeah, it's, I, I, it's savage, isn't it? It's absolutely. It is. It's so savage. It's, it's just the captain brutal. Team that you support, and he's your best player. Yeah, it's, and it's, it's, disgu- it's disgusting. Tearing him to shreds. She, she's protecting uh-huh. the coach. Uh huh. Unlike you, who's going to hang my coach out to protect he my piss out of a Oh, but hey, don't don't talk about Trent, guys. I gave I gave Trent the tears last week. I'm throwing tears everywhere. <laughs> oh well. Keep throwing those tears around, Tiger Boy. <laughs> hey. Pendlebury was complete shit. He hasn't deserved this. Up until these first three games, up he until was these that first bad. three disgusting, games, disgusting. What, what would everyone regard Pendlebury as? Not half-back flanker. So, based on just these three games, you're, you're going to rip into him. Yes, Jaden Short should not have kicked three goals on him. He kicked a couple this week, too. He's, he looks. He actually looks okay. I think yeah, you got to. He's, he's no James Sicily. His career will not be short. Um, the guy's been like a top three player of the competition yeah, no. for like the last six or seven years. I, 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 yeah. Okay, well, considering that you didn't see the game, you don't get to comment. Morg's yelling at clouds here. Yeah. I, did, I didn't have I, to see no, the game. I, yeah, I knew I, he was I, I saw the game, point. and Morg has a point. I don't know if, like, calling him a cunt <laughs> is the best way to solve all the problems, but, you know, you've got a, you've got a point. The best midfielder on the ground was not in the midfield. Well, there's a reason why he's playing there. I mean, that Buckley's just not think... doing it for shits and giggles. I'm not. I'm not saying yeah, he, that he's doing it because he doesn't have a clue. <laughs> I'm not saying that he shouldn't be played off half back. But if you're going to play there, be fucking accountable. No one's asking him to stand there and let people run around him. Well, maybe his role is to be a That's rebounding not... defender, not a lockdown. <laughs> Defender. That's fine, but when they put an when they put a fucking goal scoring opponent on him, he needs to defend them. Two men. This so this was the flogcast for round four. Starburns joined by Cookson. Raise your bats, everyone. A hundred episodes of witness history. Dan. Pendleberry, you are a star. Keep doing what you're doing. <laughs> Morgs. Bring back Scott Embleberry. <laughs> <laughs> and penal. Fucking brain power these days, but yeah. Brain fart. <laughs> brain fart, yeah. That, that name is about as good as Pendlebury's game, Penal. It's a fucking great name. It's, I mean, considering my, I was coming off the fucking low, low base of Penal, I don't see how it's any worse. Thanks for listening this week and the previous 99 weeks, and we'll see you next week.